Yo, what's the crack? My name is Matthew Sharp and this is The Thought Floor. Cheers for coming down to my level. Today's episode is about my first week in Jamaica and all the madness and craziness that went on. Um, it's been super hard to try and condense this down into like 10, 12 minutes. So um, hopefully um, yeah, you enjoy this one. Uh, we're going to start off on our first night and... I was introduced to this guy called Andrew. So we get back to my granny's house and, you know, it's super surreal because I've only ever seen this house in pictures and it has like a gate before you can get into it. Most of the houses in Harborview have gates before you actually go into the property for like security reasons. So we went into the gate and there's a driveway and then my granny's, my granny's house kind of was in between two um bungalow style houses that my grand had built on his land um which people lived in as well so we walked up the driveway and we went into the house and it's just so surreal because uh, i've only because like i said i only ever seen photos so we go in and and get a bit of food and I sit down in the kitchen and i'll put my bags down and i meet some family members and this is when uh andrew came came in and you know, saying, you know, what's the crack, wagwan, all that stuff, how's the fly, blah, 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 all that. And he was like, sure, come on, I'll take you out. And I was like, what? Take me out? And now Har- Harborview, to my knowledge, doesn't have, you know, it's not like we're in, you know, Ibiza here. Uh, you know, it's not like we're in the tourist destination here. This is, this is like Kingston, Harborview. Like, this isn't, and like, you know, we're not in up uptown Kingston either. This is like straight like straight opposite the airport. There's not there's not really anything about. So anyway. And I kinda knew that from just having a look on Google Maps but, but uh, I was just like no look I, I I'm wrecked. I don't really want to go out and he was like, Ah, come on, come on, come on and I was like, Look No. Look, I've I've literally just set my packs down. This is the first time I'm meeting my granny. The last thing I want to do is go out with you, who you are a complete stranger to me. Like, I have no idea who you are. And he was like a family friend, like my dad had known him all his life and all this kind of thing. I was like, mate, no. But anyway, he was like, oh, come on, come on, come on. That's the, I was thinking all this in my head, but I obviously couldn't say it because, you know, I had to be polite and all that kind of thing. So he says to my dad, oh, you know, Brian, can I take him out? Let's take him out. My dad's like, yeah, yeah, sure, go ahead, have a look around, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, Dad, I don't want to go, I don't want to go. I was like doing the whole hand under the neck thing. And <laughs> and then he caught me doing it. He was like, ah, come on, it's fine, you, you know, it's fine, blah, blah. And I was like, fuck, you're okay, let's go, then it's fine. And so we were like walking like through Harborview and I was like clocking every right turn, every left turn. Because like if I had to run, I knew, then that meant I knew exactly how to get back to my granny's house and it was like so it was just so surreal there was like you know cars pulling up real slow winding the window down quarter way Andrew going over talking to them you know hearing the murmurs and all this and I was like I'm, I'm gonna die like I'm gonna get shot here and I was out just off the plane and all logoed up all flipping branded up had Under Armour t-shirt NBA shorts Nike shoes and all like you know, like just completely stuck out like a sore thumb. It 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 felt like so we were walking through like it was like it it just it felt like we were walking through like I don't know the streets of 
I don't know. I I, I mean the streets of somewhere. <laughs> the streets of Harborview. And anyway, so we go start walking like kinda up uh up this kind of hill and, and kinda get to the top of the hill and it's it's like it's like favelas and like you know, like made shacks and it's it, it, do you know what it looked like? It looked like that Kenko advert. That's how I always describe it. It felt like the Kenko advert. Um, it's something. It's like gangs versus coffee. Coffee versus gangs, or something. It's called. Look it up on YouTube. That's exactly what it felt like. Because people were like sitting on the wall, looking, staring, murmuring, talking to each other. You know, like and I was just like, I'm. I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get jumped here. I'm gonna die. I'm gonna die. Anyway, so he takes me into this shack, uh, and I'm not joking, it's no bigger than an elevator, honestly. It's no bigger than like an eight person elevator. It was tiny, it was tiny. And there was music blasting. And he was like, oh, do you want a drink? Do you want a drink? I was like, no, I don't drink. And he's like, ah, come on, come on. He orders two drinks. And I was like, I was like, dude, the last thing I want to do right now is drink. Like I have, I, I have no idea where I am. I stick out like a sore thumb. I'm super uncomfortable. And you wanna you wanna drink? Like I I don't know who you are. And I don't care if my dad has known you all his life. I don't care if you're a family friend. Because my dad hasn't lived in Jamaica for years and years. So I don't care who you are to the family. I don't know who you are. So and I don't feel comfortable here. So this is all stuff I'm thinking, but obviously I can't say that. So I just say no, 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 no drink for me, okay? Anyway, it gets me one, and I like have a, I have a sip of it just to show that you know there's no hard feelings kind of thing. Don't want to be rude, like don't want to make it worse. But anyway, so we were chatting away, chatting about you know what you know where I'm from and that kind of thing. And then he was like, "What do you think of her?" I was like, "What? What do I think of her? What do you mean?" And he was like, "You know, what do you think? You know what happens in Jamaica stays in Jamaica." I was like. Uh, you want you? <laughs> I was like, you want me to comment on her physical appearance and and like, and she was like looking at me like expecting an answer as well. And I was like, um, yeah. I mean, you're nice. I mean, what? I mean, what am I supposed to, like? What am I supposed to say? Like, am I supposed to be like, oh yeah, come on, let's go? Or like, what? What did? What? What did they? What? what I have no idea. Like, yes, you're you're a nice looking, you're a nice looking young lady. <laughs> like, well, I mean, you know, what what else am I supposed to say? Anyway, so he's like, ah, oh, come on, then dance with her, dance with her. And I was like, look, man, like, you know, I don't feel comfortable doing this. I just I felt like a broken record because I just kept saying that. And he's like, ah, he just ignored me, just just blatantly ignored me. And then he just starts like dancing on me and all. And I was like, I, I was, I was like, uh, I really don't feel comfortable. Like, and then she she started dancing with him, and I was like, I'm just gonna sit here until it's, I'm just gonna sit here till it's over. <laughs> like, like, so close my eyes. And when I looked to my left, there was like babies and toddlers crawling about the ground, like in nappies and stuff. Like, it 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 was just so. So it was just so weird. I was like, I was like, look, Angie, I'm gonna go. I'm, I'm gonna go here. Cause I, that's the one thing I did know. I knew how to get home, and I was gonna sprint the whole way. And he was like, ah, okay, no, let's go. So he's like, have you got any cash? I was like, what? He said, like, you've got any money? 
I was like, oh no, here it comes. He's gonna, he's gonna fucking rob me. Um, and I was like, no, I, I don't have. Like, you, I've, you've literally pulled me out. Like, I, I've just put my bags down. I met my granny for the first time, and you've pulled me out to come to the shack to drink and to dance. Like, uh, you know, like, God love him because he probably thought like, you know, he's young and yeah, he probably wants to come out and like, you know feel the vibe and that kind of thing but that's just not where like that's, that's just not where i was at like maybe in a i was there for two weeks so maybe in the second week i, I could have you know when i got to know who he was and all that kind of thing i could have said oh you know is there anywhere to kind of is there any social places you know maybe when i felt more comfortable but not in the first night so anyway he was like got any money and i was like no you've literally pulled me off the you've pulled me off the plane essentially to come to this place so no i haven't, I haven't had a chance to go and convert any money into Jamaican dollars because the the little the, the tiny post office in Whitehead and if you don't know where Whitehead is have a look it up Whitehead Belfast it's on the coast it's a tiny town it's like 2,000 people in it that little town is not gonna have Jamaican dollars so no we, have, we haven't got I didn't have time to, to, to get them before and I wanted to get them when I was in Jamaica anyway so he's like right, let's go so we bring so we got back to my granny's house and I was like like a surreal experience and my dad's like oh well, you know where'd you go and Andrew was like oh, I just took him up the hill then my dad went my dad went psycho he was like what he said what you took him where blah 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 and I was like what the? I didn't want to go I didn't want to go in the first place and you it was you flipping made me go out with him I didn't want to go and you were like ah go 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 explore blah blah and I was like I didn't want to go so he was going mental at Andrew, and Andrew was like, ah, it's okay, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, oh my god. Like, and that was the first night. Like, that was the first night. Super uncomfortable, super like, like, just. And, and, and when, when I actually think about it, it probably isn't any different than like, if you have family in another part of the country and you're going to see them. And there was like friends, family, friends stuff. Like you probably would go out and like go out for a drink, go to a bar or something. You'd be, like you probably would do that because you're like you know, you're, like it's just a sociable thing to do. But I think because I was so far away from home in a completely different culture, meeting people for the first time, like all that stuff, it just it was so like blown out of proportion it was everything was i was on hyper alert i was so tense that first that first week essentially you know it took me a week to kind of just chill out because I, I needed to know the bearings i needed to know where i was i needed to like know okay i i can go from this point a to point b know how to get there and know like the street that you know what's on the street and visualize what what it was it was it's like <laughs> it's like you know when you play like like GTA or something and the map is all cloudy apart from where you are and then when you go and explore the map kind of expands and then when you go into the map you can see the whole map that's what that's how my mind works so if I'm in somewhere new everywhere is cloudy apart from where I am and then when I go explore then I can piece together the map and I can see okay this is where this is but everything was cloudy so I was on I was like hyper alert anyway so that was grand. That's only the first night. Ah, oh, deep breath. <laughs> so the first day I was there, my granny and my second cousins and great auntie and all kind of thing just spent the whole day cooking. I mean, there was these huge pots. There was loads of fish, all all this all this food. Um, 
and she they they just spent the the whole day cooking and i kind of you know just was soaking it all in me and my dad went for a walk around kind of harbour view and that kind of thing but we didn't do anything to to uh you know to out of the ordinary went down to the supermarket and had a look around that kind of thing anyway so all day spent cooking for the family to because basically everyone was coming to the house that night for and i'm not going to call it a party or a celebration or you know anything like that because it was it was a nightmare it was like everyone just started turning up the house and there was loads of food loads of drink we were giving out like cardboard boxes of food to everyone that was coming they were all sitting around in the garden and stuff just drinking and eating and it was like just a bunch of like all jamaican men and like they were just so demanding it was like get me a beer get me more food get me this get me that and it was me my dad and my auntie and my granny and like it was just like it was almost like they had all just come to the house it was like a restaurant it was like we were just serving these people food and drink and like they didn't bring anything and like i haven't been to many funerals in my life thankfully but i just assumed that if you were gonna have like some sort of party at the house of where the death the, the family who've had the death you would bring something so that the family didn't have to like cook all day but no loads of people came it was all give me this give me that like i was just, I, I, like the whole time i was just like what's going on and this is this is the night before the funeral the funeral's the next day and like there's people in the house till flipping god i can't remember what time they stayed to stay till super late like essentially partying but not really partying because they're all old so they're all just sitting about drinking smoking eating so anyway so i was like this is crazy and in the midst in the midst of all that stuff a man walks through the gate and walks like i'm standing at the top of the driveway just looking at all this unfolding just looking at all these odd people and thinking what what is going on here like no i won't get you our beer fuck off like this man starts walking up the driveway and uh and this it's like this has happened once before in my life and it's i suppose it's because i haven't met this so at a point in my life i had never met any of my uncles or aunties and there was one point in my life when i went to london when i was 16 and i went and i i did a show in in the national theater and in the front row there was a woman sitting in the front row and when i was on stage in national theater i kept looking at this woman thinking she is definitely related to me even though i had never met her before i was like she is definitely related to me somehow and it was like a gut feeling and it turned out to be my auntie and then that was like the first time i'd ever seen my auntie and that same feeling came over me when i was standing on the driveway looking at this guy walking up i was like he is definitely he is definitely one of the family because obviously there's loads of people and like you know i i don't know who's who any of them could be family that none of them were they're all just friends and stuff but when i seen this guy i knew straight away that this guy was family and it turned out to be my uncle so this was the uncle that i i hadn't even 
I've never, I've never really heard of. Uh, my dad hadn't spoke to him in like 10 years and, you know, like, but I knew he was part of the, I knew he was, I knew he was part of the family rather than just someone turning up kind of thing. It was just a gut feeling. But, <laughs> we'll see if, we'll see if, um, his story for uh, the second part of Jamaica because um, that's not the focus part for this for this episode. So he he turned up and kind of said, "Look, I'm sure you've heard loads about me. I hadn't heard anything about him because I didn't know who he was." And he kind of went off, and then he was kind of you know about then, and he didn't help. I don't think he helped with any like giving out any food or drink or anything like that. There, I don't think he helped with any of that there. But anyway, so that was the the night before the funeral. Woke up the next morning, still covered in mosquito bites. Probably had more. 25 mosquito bites at this stage and um, getting a suit black suit on and all getting photos taken um, everyone's kind of in you know a, a decent mood you know we got a police escort to uh from the the church kind of to the burial ground and i don't know why we did that um it's probably going to have something that we can kind of talk about with when we get to the last episode about with the interview with my dad but um i can't really remember the logistics of why that was the case um but we got to uh the funeral, uh, the church even, and first of all, we nearly dropped the coffin. So, <laughs> like, it was obviously heavier than what some people had uh, thought. Um, we kind of were bringing it out and lifting it about, it slipped and like it fell and kind of touched, hit the ground, and it was all flipping. Oh, you know, in case of the flipping door swung open and an arm came out or something. Like it was all like Jesus, what's going on? That kind of thing. Um, now we eventually got it back up and uh, stuck it up the front and it was an open casket so this was the first time I had met my granda and it was it, it didn't seem it, first of all it didn't seem like a real person it kind of looked like prosthetics like it looked like a set like when I walked into that church, it just it felt like a set of a movie. Like people were obviously sitting, you know, some crying going on and stuff. And then I walked, you know, everyone kind of went up and walked up. And my dad was kind of like, Are "You gonna go up?" And I said, "Yeah, I'm gonna go up." It's gonna be the first. This is gonna be like the first time I've ever seen my granddad, and the last time, like the last time as well. So I went up and kind of so surreal, like, and he was like, he was like, uh, like dipped in his cologne. As well, um, that's probably not the right way of saying it. My God, but anyway, he he had been, you know, sprayed or something with his, his like favorite cologne or whatever, and he was kind of just lying there, and, and it was just, it, it was like, it was like it wasn't a real, you know, it, it wasn't a real person, it, you know, it was like that is not, I don't like that's, it's just like is this real kind of thing, you know, so. And because there was no emotional connection there, it, it was, it was like, looking at a stranger, it was so weird, it was so weird, but anyway, so, that was fine, the the minister was stereotypical, like, you know, black, say amen, you know, let me hear you say, let me hear you sing, that kind of thing, and I was, I was petrified, I am personally quite intimidated by them types of ministers, because it's, it's, the energy is is real, um, and he looked me dead in the eye, and I wasn't saying amen because I'm, um, and I was an introvert at this stage, and I was not saying amen, and he 
dad bolted me straight in the eye. I was like, hey, hey, man. I was like, hey, hey, man. <laughs> like, it was, it was crazy. And then there was uh, a bit of drama as well, because there, there was this woman who turned up who uh, turned out to be a little uh, side hustle from a granda, apparently. Um, he was still still uh, having a little side hustle. I think he was like 83, 84. Um, she turned up in like a fishnet thing with like a bra. And, like, I think she was in her like 50s or something. And uh, yeah, that did not go down well. That was like, that, that did not go down well. She just escorted out fairly quickly. Um, and then we got to the burial grounds. And it was just like red clay everywhere, and people were walking over the top of everybody's graves, other people's graves and stuff. Because we didn't, you didn't, couldn't see where, who's, what, what was a grave and what wasn't. It was really like, it was really weird because there was like a, it was like a tiny, tiny head. Like it wasn't even a head. So it was like a plaque, a tiny plaque on like other people's graves and stuff. People were just standing on top of them and everything. Like it's not, it wasn't like the graves are like here. There's no, no big, no big marble borders and stuff like that. So. And there was a bit more done there, and and then that night was the same thing. It was like party, post post funeral party, like and it wasn't a party for us because we were the ones who had to give out the food, give out the drink. Like, like I wasn't like I wasn't drinking. I wasn't like getting drunk, having having the the crack because all these oil men and 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 I and and like I say that now, but you know it's like. It just, it just, I was just flabbergasted that, that like all these people were going to turn up and not a not bring anything and b expect that was the worst part. They expected a plate of food in their hand. They expected a drink in their hand. And it's like as soon as the drink was done, yo yo more beer, blah blah blah. Where's the beer coming in? Like the beer had like ran out. And they were like coming into the house and all being like, where's the beer? Where's the beer? Looking under things and all. And I was like, catch yourself on, like get the out of the house start like i got i i lost the rag i got the point because i couldn't sleep either i felt like jennifer lawrence in that film mother when it's just start like the chaos just starts to build and she can't control anymore and like she like she can't get all these people out of the house it felt just the disrespect and just the attitudes that they had it was like like oh uh, and this is my first time here so i can't like be like the voice of authority so like that's that's the, the film analogy that i kind of um sum up that those kind of two days in that was the first week and on top of that i have this 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 person this this uncle who i've never met the next few days kind of like talk like we talk but we didn't really talk about like you know who we were it, it, we just kind of talked about stuff and obviously my dad had a lot of catching up to do with him because he hadn't talked to him for like 10 years or something so i was just watching that unfold and it was it was like such a weird dynamic like like imagine not seeing your brother for like 10 years and like having no contact the next few days was quiet and down because we we then got to see a bit more of Kingston and me, my uncle, my dad. Then we kind of went out for walks. And we and we actually we got a car and stuff. And we and we we drove about uh, Kingston and, and kind of then we kind of talked about our life and what was happening with us. And that's where I'm going to leave it there, guys, because the next episode I'm going to talk about is the last week in Jamaica, and I'm going to go into deeper detail about who my uncle Dello was and the kind of things that happened on our journey in our last week so 
thanks for listening guys hope this one has been beneficial as always i apologize it's a bit of a longer one than the normal format but there was just so much to unpack um hopefully yeah you enjoyed it and yeah you'll hear me in the next one